Trevor Ben's shite sized chunks. I want to talk bullshit. No difference to usual. Oh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk bullshit because uh, last week, you know the pub we're going to? Yeah. There's a lot of characters. And you know what I mean by characters? Yeah. People who talk a lot of bullshit. Weirdos. Weirdos, freaks, <laughs> losers, whatever you want to describe them as. They're the sort of people that go to the pub I go to. Yeah. I feel at home. <laughs> I fit in. But last week, I was talking to a man who I, I've only ever seen once or twice before, and he decided to come and join us last week. And uh, I got chatting to him, and I'm not sure I could believe most of what he was telling me. Oh, he's one of those, is he? And it got more and more extreme as the evening went on. A Billy bullshitter in the pub. Yeah. So to start with, uh, we were just chatting away, and he was telling me about his uh, his job, and he does IT stuff. So, you know, I've done some IT stuff. I thought, oh, we're going to get on here. But then he started going on about him being involved in things like the CIA uh, and, you know, that he could hack into that if necessary. Oh, right. I'm thinking, why are you in this dive of a pub? <laughs> if he's that intelligent, he should be living the high life. Wouldn't, if you had that skill, wouldn't you be a rich man? If I had that skill, I'd be anywhere with that pub. <laughs> exactly. And then after a little while, because we were just standing around the pool table while our mates were playing pool, and then he suddenly said, oh, I need to sit down. Oh, I'm going to have to go and get a stool. So I said, oh, okay. He, he was rubbing his leg. It was, he was in pain. Mm. So I said, oh, yeah, you look like you're, you're hurting a lot there, mate. And he went, yeah, yeah, I've got terrible... I, I basically have, uh, have ruined a sciatic nerve. Ooh. And I said, oh, all right, yeah. And then he, he says, yeah, I was, uh, I was shagging. And, and I thought, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, you, he went, yeah, I was, I was shagging this bird and uh, I was really going for it. And midway through, I suddenly felt a terrible pain. And ever since then, it's not got back. No? And I thought, no, this isn't true, is it? No, not a word. I mean, this is probably something he did by falling off a ladder pissed. <laughs> Maybe he was beaten up by someone from the FBI, for all I know, for <laughs> hacking. But he definitely wasn't shagging. No. Unless some poor, innocent girl was taken in by his lies. <laughs> and then, right, then he starts going on about Brazil. And uh, and he says, oh, I, I've been to Brazil a lot. I thought, no, you haven't. I'm, I'm amazed he didn't win a gold medal. <laughs> well, I'm sure if we'd got that far, he would have done. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, oh, I've been out there a lot. And he seemed to be very au fait with the criminal underworld in uh, Brazil. Right. And not only the criminal underworld, but also the, uh, the criminal aspects of the police force, allegedly. <laughs> In Brazil, so he said, "Oh, if you're out there, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing." I mean, he said, "I was stopped once by the police, and I always keep some money just by the uh, the gear stick, so that they can just take that. You know, there's twenty dollars; they can just take that. They know then that I'm I'm all right." But this is this really true? This is all lies. <laughs> do you really need this? And he says, "Because if you don't do that, they're just going to take you, lock you up, and it will cost you thousands. They might even march you to a cash point." I think, no, they don't. Surely they don't do this. So they'll pass up thousands of dollars for twenty dollars. Apparently so. Right. Yeah. Okay. If you leave the twenty dollars just in that little well by your gear stick, you know that little coin well. That yeah. He said, so apparently they'll search the car and then they'll just, you know, they'll just take that and everything's fine. You'll okay. be sent on your way. I think yeah, this is nonsense, <laughs> right? And then he says, I'll stay with my friend out in Brazil. And uh, there's been a few times he's been burgled and he's had to confront. Uh, people and they've run off and the police then come round and then he's had to pay them to investigate it 
And I'm thinking, this is all nonsense, surely. It does sound like I crap. mean, I'm not saying that there isn't corruption in no. the Brazilian police force. I'm sure there is somewhere along the line. But he's making it sound like it's just the norm. But then here's the big one. Okay. Now, I want you to tell me, Ben, whether you believe this. This is a man in the pub in the middle of Pimlico telling me this story. He said, well, one day my mate was broken into. And um, he heard him, went down punched him, knocked him to the floor, tied him to a chair. So he's got a hostage now. He's got a hostage, right? Phones the police, they're not going to come. They say, oh, we've got too much on. Too much on! (laughs) Too much on to come round and deal with a hostage situation. (laughs) What are they doing, right? It then says, the policeman says to my friend, well, you've got two options as far as we can see. Release him, let him go, it's all over. But... What's option two? Keep him? Option two... Kill him. Fuck off. There is no there is no way the police advocated murder. Well then then the bloke says, So my mate killed him. Shut I up. I mean, no, he didn't. Right, at that point I think I'd have just left. <laughs> I'm sitting there in the pub and you know I don't know how to react to this because I know this is bullshit I know this is the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever heard and yet I'm sitting going oh really so when he what did he shoot him yeah shot him right in the face oh right yeah who cleaned up (laughs) what's he done with the body (laughs) so many questions (laughs) and of course he couldn't really answer those I I said to him what did he do with the body so oh he just uh, threw it in a ditch threw it in a ditch just one of your random body ditches there (laughs) and i I just think why do people in pubs come up with this bullshit sometimes surely they know that people don't believe this i guess it's just because they want to make themselves sound interesting but i suppose pathetic really it's got to be it's got to be realistic though it's got to be believable (laughs) isn't it yeah i like how it escalated as well i know i know it's a bit like that time when i uh, was in a pub and uh, my mate was there and we met this american guy who told us that he was the i think saxophonist in some big famous band right i can't remember what the band were called and uh my mate said i'm going home now so i was there with a whole bunch of other people and about 10 minutes later my mate walks back in to the pub and i thought that's what i thought you'd gone he went yeah and i was in the station i thought i'm gonna pop in the record shop and uh (laughs) pick up the album by this band this bloke's not on it they haven't even got a fucking saxophonist (laughs) trev and ben now you were talking about this guy in the pub do you think he'd had too many to drink uh he probably had a few yeah I, I had a bit of a problem. Do you remember a while ago I, I hurt myself when I was drunk? Shagging? No, not shagging. No, no. no I, was, I was rolling around on the floor. That's right. You hurt your back, didn't you? Yeah. Well, this week I did something else pretty mysterious when I was drunk, but it wasn't... I didn't injure myself. I just embarrassed myself. Oh, no. And I, I was very confused about how this happened, and I still don't quite know what happened. Okay. Uh, basically, I had a few beers. I think it was after I'd been out for a few beers with you. I came mm-hmm. home. I had a few more. And passed out on the sofa. Right. Um, watching something on the telly, beer in hand, just nodded off. Okay. Quite common. Was, was anyone with you? Were you just on your own? I was in the front room on my own. Okay. Quietly minding my own business. Did the wife come down to find you, to see if you were all right? I, well, we'll come to her. I, I had to go and fetch her for help. Okay. <laughs> Basically, about, I don't know how much time passed, but I woke up soaked. I hadn't pissed myself before you think of that. Okay. I was soaked. Sweat? No. No? Drenched. The wall behind me, soaked. The sofa, soaked. Well, okay. Uh, my beer, empty. Okay, all right. Well, now here's... I think I have the answer. So do I. But 
I was so confused and still quite pissed. So I, I, I ran for the wife, who I then dragged in, and I was... Was she asleep? No, she was in the other room minding her own business, generally staying away from me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was trying to get her to help me find the leak in the ceiling, which wasn't there, because <laughs> I thought something terrible had happened. I thought we'd had a burst pipe or something, and I yeah. was covered, the sofa was covered, the wall was covered. I think what I'd done in my sleep, in my sort of passed out, sleepy, snoozy state, was I just gone for a big swig of my beer and just launched it all over myself well that's ridiculous mm, what a it, waste of alcohol i know i was furious <laughs> and then uh, and then when she realized that there wasn't a leak and she put two and two together and realized that i'd just sort of thrown beer all over myself in a drunken haze she started laughing obviously i got cross that i was being mocked <laughs> so i went to storm out and i walked i walked face first into the corner of the door what a knob. Now, fortunately, there wasn't a great big mark on my head or a bruise or anything that's come up because then it'd be one of those terrible people that has, you know, a big mark on their head and has to tell people, oh, I walked into a door. Yeah, and they won't believe you. No, They'll think be- you're a battered husband. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this must have been a full can of beer. Uh, my, I had a very full glass in my hand when I went to sleep and when I woke up, it was gone. I I've never heard of this before. Neither have I. I must have been half asleep and then went for a swig or something and just... Because it wasn't from a can, it was from a glass, so it must have just gone all over me. I bet your wife was uh, very happy with you that you'd soak the sofa and soak the wall. And as if she wasn't mocking me enough for covering myself in beer, when I when I walked face first to the door, then she really started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though, because that must have diffused any anger that was there. Because, I mean, surely that, that room now stinks of stale alcohol. Mm-hmm. It normally does. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you nearly knocked yourself out, that must have been a, a real sort of sweetener to the blow. For her it was, not for me. I mean, there is nothing that will enrage me more than banging my head. And the, the fury you feel when you bang your head, especially when you're already embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> have you been able to live it down yet? I think we're getting there. And what about you? Have you ever been in a situation where you've embarrassed yourself or bumped your head? Uh, well, once when um, we used to go drinking in this sort of bar stroke restaurant, it was um, one of those is it a Swiss thing, move and pick, or it was called Bon Marche or something. Got no idea. And uh, it was really, it was a really odd place because you go in and you didn't pay for the stuff as you went round. You had a card and they stamped it. Okay. And then you paid on the way out for everything you'd had whilst you were there. And of course, that led to all kinds of things. Like a couple of times, we found empty cards, so you get them filled up, and then you keep your empty cards. So when you leave, you just have well, maybe you put one drink on it, mm-hmm. but you've had a whole night's entertainment for basically the price of one drink. Mm. So as a business model, uh, probably not great <laughs> for the company. <laughs> and once we knew the place was closing down, um, and they were going to have an auction, they were going to auction off everything in there because they had like uh, or you know statues and and that sort of thing. And my mate desperately wanted to go to the auction, and I said to him, "No, yeah, I'm just going to take what I want. Yeah, just take it." And I was very pissed at the time, and I was like, "I'm going to take what I want." And then I thought, "I can't carry out a statue." <laughs> I think they'll see that. Yeah, they might. Um, so what I thought I'd do is um, hanging from the ceiling where we were were these um, sort of very um, ornate no smoking signs sort of hand painted things because you need one of those yeah and they were they were sort of hanging on chains from the ceiling so i thought i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take that so i knew that i had to pull it off from the ceiling so i was just gonna grab it and just yank it and that's what i did but i didn't think about the tension that would give way once it had moved from the ceiling yeah so i smashed my head with this thing as it came tumbling down from the ceiling i had a huge lump on my head i still got it though 
I still got it, and I put it in my coat. And you see, it's quite big, this thing. And I had to walk out with it under my coat. And I'm sure they probably thought, we've seen everything. (laughs) We've seen this. You can fucking have it. At least my humiliation was in my own home. Yeah, no, my humiliation was very public. (laughs) Trevor Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Now, this week I've had one of those real um, 21st century uh, first world problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my phone died. (gasps) I'm very fortunate in that because I'm not really into phones in in a big way, right? But I I understand the need to have them, mm. right? So in the, um, whatever it is now, 14 years that I've had a mobile phone, I think it's about 14 years I've had one now, I've only ever bought myself one out of all the phones I've had. How many is that? Uh, I've probably had about six phones. So the first one was bought for me. Mm-hmm. Then I was given um, an old phone by somebody else, and then someone else gave me their old phone. Uh, Then I did go and buy one because I was going abroad and I needed one to go abroad with, but I just bought the cheapest one I could find, stuck the SIM in. (sighs) And then I was given another phone, and then I was finally given a smartphone. Giving you all these phones. People are desperate for you to have a phone. I know. So this is the first time I've had to go and actually sort out a phone properly for myself. God almighty, what a horrific experience it is going to get a phone. I went down to uh, one of the big phone stores, okay? And I didn't realise it was like entering a fucking prison to start with. You had to press all these buttons and wait for them to go to green before you were allowed in. I mean, the security is in- immense. Really? Yeah, yeah. What shop is this? Well, as I say, it's one of the big ones. Okay. It's got a warehouse as part of its name. Uh, okay. And uh, so, so you go in, you, well, you, first of all, you press one button, you have to wait for that to go green, then you, that opens that door, and then you have to wait for that door to shut, and then there's another button to press, you have to wait for that to go green before you get in the next door. You think, fuck's sake, it's taking me 10 minutes to get in the fucking store. <laughs> then, of course, you're, you're, you're met by the team of salespeople who are waiting like vultures. They can sense a dead phone miles off, can't they? They can smell it. Oh, we've got, we've got a customer coming here and he's going to need everything. Yeah. Come on, fleece him for everything. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, this lovely, lovely man comes over. He's so over-the-top nice. Hello, sir. Welcome. How can we help you today? You know, I just need a phone, mate. Yeah. Because I, I don't like that when a salesperson comes towards me. And even though I needed some help, I was sort of... I almost was just about to walk out because I thought this is getting... I'm, I would have taken you 10 minutes. I'm, yeah, I know. But I was like, this scares me. This is too much for me. I can't see a, a phone that's in the price range I want. I wish I hadn't come here. I'm going to mm. go somewhere else. But then I was caught in the trap of the salespeople. And um, I must have been there. I mean, for, you know, I got my phone. I got put on a better deal and it all has worked out fine. But I must have been there for about 90 minutes. <sighs> That's time you never getting back. Oh man, and, it, and and the thing is, the guy that was serving me was obviously a trainee, so um, he was being very kind of slow on the system. There were problems, but then you the, like all the things I didn't know you had to do these things, right? I had to um, uh, because I'm changing providers. I then had to phone my current provider to get what's called a pack code. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Are you familiar? That's mm. so they can transfer your number. Yeah. Right? I didn't realise I had to do that. Oh, yeah. But, of course, then you're put through to the uh, the sort of cancellation team who then spend about half an hour trying to persuade you not to cancel. I know. So, this isn't the time for this. And the thing is with those people, you can't just say to them, stop sweet-talking me, it isn't <laughs> going to work, cancel me and get done with it. Well, eventually I just said to this lady, because she was a blesser, she was, you know, trying to hold on to me as a customer. They do, they won't let go. Luckily, she gave me an out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she said... Um, she said, can I ask you um, which phone you're going for? 
and I said, yes, well, you know, it's this particular phone. She went, oh, oh, we don't actually do that phone. Can I ask you, is that the phone that you really wanted? Or, <sighs> and, and luckily I went, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I've always wanted this phone. In fact, there's no phone in the world I want more than this one. And if you don't do it, then unfortunately that's why I'm having to change. Can yeah. I just have the fucking pack number? <laughs> so eventually I got that out. So that was that was like one of the, the worst days of my life, having to go through all this. It's such a nightmare. And then on top of that, because I had to wait for my phone to come in, they said, we will phone you uh, tomorrow mm. when it comes in. And I said, well, you can't phone me on my mobile because it's dead. <laughs> so I said, okay, have you got a, a home phone number? I said, yeah, here's my number. So that meant this morning... I had to answer every phone call to my house. And you hate answering the home phone. I, I don't know why you have it. one. <laughs> and I, I answered the phone this morning. You know when someone phones you and they're, they're wanting to do, obviously, a survey or something? Mm-hmm. And this woman uh, says, um, oh, hello, is that, uh, is that Mr. Smith? And I said, yes. Uh, knew my address? I'll go, yes, yes, that is my address. And then from that point on, she got nothing else right. She went, oh, um, you're retired, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I, I said, I said, no no i'm not retired she went oh okay um you're 55 though right i said no no i'm not 55 she went oh how old are you i went i'm 38 i don't think she believed me she went oh yes you're like me i'm still 21 no fuck off (laughs) i am 38 and then she says she says oh and um you're a homeowner aren't you and i said no no i rent she went oh that's right yes uh, it's council house isn't it i said no (laughs) no it's a really successful call now then, luckily, because my home phone's a bit shit and the batteries are shit, I got cut off. Oh, good. But she tried to ring back about six times. But all of this because of the phone. I know. I was gutted. that Basically, I just want a phone. Why can't it be easy? All of this hell and you still don't have an iPhone. I don't want an iPhone. <laughs> Trev and Ben. And that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget you get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trev and Ben. And we'll be back with another podcast next week. Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks.